0: Sean and Dave here from the Saturday Morning Cartoons podcast. We want to let you know about an exciting new sponsor that we have this week. Dave, how much do you value your sleep every single night?
1: Every single night? I would have to say
0: priceless. 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 And we've all heard the adage, sleep like the dead. We are excited to introduce Tombstone Mattresses this Mm. week. Tombstone Mattresses, giving you a sleep so comfortable, you will sleep like the dead. Now, Dave, you've been using one of their mattresses for the past 30
1: days, and how have you felt? I feel like, do you remember the WWE wrestler, The Undertaker? Of course. I feel like I was cradled in his loving arms and tombstoned right into the mat of a WWE ring and just out cold. It's that kind of like concussed unconsciousness that you can only get with a Tombstone Mattress, I feel fantastic. Tombstone Mattresses is also
0: committed to ensuring that you love your purchase. Their tagline is, of course, till death do us part. And that's how committed they are. They are letting you, they will send you a free mattress for you to evaluate and at any point in time, if you're not 100% satisfied with this mattress you can send it back. That means that Dave's mattress at any point in time, he can send it back for a full refund. So Dave, tell us a little bit more about how you can save this 20% discount that we have that we're giving away to our listeners. Well, I got
1: to say, I'm glad that they have that option of a, a, a refund with free shipping, because these things weigh a literal ton. They are made out of Georgia granite, fine cut right here in the great state of Georgia. If you pay an additional fifty dollar fee. Now this is just for fun. This is just like a little icing on top. They will carve your name and your loved one's name into your very own tombstone mattress. Just for a little extra cherry on top. You don't have to do that if you're feeling a little, you know, you want to splurge on your tombstone. Uh, you can do that. However, if you head to tombstonemattresses.com backslash smc, look for the keyword, and put in morning, and that's morning with a U, which is very appropriate. This is why we chose this sponsor, you will get Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing, guys. These are not real. These mean, are not real advertisements. I kind of wish are, that it did because these... I sleep like ass. I'd love to sleep like <laughs> the Undertaker, just like knocked me out, but <laughs> just suplex you into yeah. submission and just, into sleep just for a night. bruise my spine to the point of unconsciousness so I can get my eight <laughs> hours of sleep. That's all I'm asking.
0: Who doesn't want that?
1: Look, guys, we're of course uh, joking around, but we are deadly
0: serious oh. about having you go and check out patreoncom cartoons. We want to try to keep this show as free of advertisements as possible, and we can only do it with your listener support. So if you head on over to patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Cartoons, you can contribute, you can become a donor, a regular monthly donor even, and you can help support quality podcasts like Saturday Morning Cartoons. And
1: some of the folks out there who have already supported us through Patreon, we are going to thank them right now. So that goes to Derek Haynes, Jason Woods, Melanie Harker, Allison Keane. Sean Paul Ellis and Dave Trumbord. Yeah, that's me. The reason we mention ourselves here, you might recognize some of those names, is because we want to let you guys know that we are putting our own money back into this podcast. We're not asking you to front the whole thing. We're just asking you to help us support and grow and improve the quality of the podcast uh, over the months and years. And we are putting our own money in for that. And we ask that even if you can't afford a monthly donation or monthly tip, we should say they're not really donations since it's not charitable. Um, Even if you can't do that, we would love it if you would be able to just share the links with your social media circles. We really would appreciate it.
0: So that's everything, guys. Patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Cartoons. And now, on with the show.
1: Hello and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoons, the weekly podcast that revisits, reviews, and ridicules some of the world's weirdest animated series. Coming to you from the North Pole, I'll be your toy soldier, Dave Drumbor. Oh, boy. Joining me as always, he's wearing his full metal jacket. It's Sean Paul Ellis. How's it going, Sean? Uh, David, 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 I'm doing well, buddy. How about yourself? Sometimes I don't reread over my own intros, and then they catch me (laughs) off guard. And today is one of those days. It's like, it's like, I don't even know who wrote this. It's like a, like a ghost writer came in and just wrote this and was like, yeah, sure, dummy. Just read it on air. These are
0: like fun journal entries that you've written to a future self. And when you reread them, you're like, I don't remember what the context was. Yeah. Is,
1: this, is this the movie from the 80s Toy Soldiers? Yeah, it sounds like I'm talking about like a Christmas show or something. I like reread I know, it. I'm like, really? what am I like? one of Santa's little helpers? Am I like a wooden <laughs> nutcracker or something? Is this the Nutcracker Suite? No, it is not. It is a great American story about a great American hero.
0: Oh, man. What kind of hero are we getting into?
1: A general infantry hero by the name of Joe. Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: Is that what it really means? General infantry? I think so.
1: Yeah. Huh.
0: I'm going to be honest with you. I've been watching G.I. Joe for a very long time. It never occurred to me that I should probably Google this.
1: I want to say it's general infantry. I think, like, the original, what, 50s, 60s toys? General infantry, and then it wasn't like a lot of people thought Joe was the name of one of the dolls, it wasn't. They were all like, I think it was like Duke, uh, probably not heavy duty or high tech. Yeah,
0: shipwreck, <laughs> is shipwreck cutter. Hey guys, I'm shipwreck.
1: You know, there's I think there was a ninja GI Joe named Shebang.
0: Sh- Stop Shebang,
1: it. Shebang, Shebang. Oh, it was before the William out. Hung era, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was Shebang. <laughs> I cannot wait to go home and find all my old GI Joe toys. But um, I did not have any toys from this particular cartoon show, probably because it only came out about 12 years ago and I was not collecting (laughs) toys at that point. Did you ever watch this one? I had no idea that this existed. In fact, I kept continually
0: reading this as G.I. Joe Six Sigma. Yeah. And I thought that it was going to be sort of like a a management style. Yeah, like a business spinoff. Training seminar, you know, where I would learn how to like better manage and then I would upgrade in belts. Yeah. To get to like a black belt Six Sigma. Yeah, to get I thought like this field was gonna status. be some type of a. Right. I really thought that this was gonna be a field status pyramid scheme yeah. in order to rope in high level, C level executives to come in to learn something and I, you know, about how to actually manage and do their jobs so that they could put a little like couple letters behind their name yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I was sorely mistaken, yeah, you were. but I'm going to keep referring to this as Six Sigma because I think that that has better alliterative,
1: alliterative properties. You probably should. And we should also mention that since this is listener appreciation month here in the month of February, we want to give a quick shout out to Roy Gordon for bringing G.I. Joe Sigma Six or Six Sigma to our attention. And we'll what let are you know if we're actually thanking What are you doing, to us, are you doing you? to us, Roy? Yeah, we don't know yet. What? We'll find out. What are you actually doing to us, Roy? <laughs> Do you hate us that much? We're about to find out. Sean, do you want to give the listeners some history on Six Sigma Sigma Six? So G.I. Joe
0: Sigma Six is a mid-2000s line of military-themed action figures and toys produced by Hasbro, reimagining the characters from the 1980s toy line G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. The new series offered Hasbro the chance to streamline the story and characters, stripping away old continuity and rebooting the franchise with younger versions of the cast rendered in the popular anime style. The 26-episode animated series produced by the Japanese animation studio Gonzo did not finish airing all of its episodes in the U.S., Guys, that means that there are bootleg (laughs) Japanese versions of this show that nobody's ever going to watch. Or at
1: least Canadian ones, because I feel like all 26 episodes ran in uh, Canada. So just get the the northern border, head up to the North Pole. Is that still Canada? I don't even know. (laughs) No, it's not, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Apologize to all of our Canadian
0: listeners.
1: (laughs) On my behalf. I'm coming up there soon anyway. We're all going to join you very, very soon. Just please don't build a wall yet. We're coming. All right, so you want to know what the show is actually about? Because uh, I still do, and I've already watched it.
0: Yeah. I really. After watching this, I would love to know what the point is, because I think that my major question for a majority of this that I will continually challenge you on is just
1: why. Why? It's a good question. My only answer, and this is a spoiler, so if you don't want to know how the first episode kind of ends, I feel like the only purpose is for G.I. Joe to become terrorists within the first episode just straight off the grid not no like oversight or anything domestic terrorists at this point but gi Waterboard. Uh, it's coming back anyway yeah. so gi joe sigma six apparently it's a continuation of two direct-to-video gi joe cgi movies the first being gi joe spy troops the second being gi joe valor versus venom both films produced by real FX studios. Several references are made to events from valor vs venom, such as Cobra commander being captured and in prison overkill, recovering from his injuries. And here's a good one. General Hawk suffering a change in his DNA. Snake eyes also (laughs) continues to have Kamakura and jinx as his apprentices. So it seems like this is a continuation, not from the original series that we grew up with, but from an earlier reboot that was in these two, uh, Direct to video, you know, home movie GI <laughs> Joe CGI movies. Long story short, none of this worked out well for Hasbro. The the toys did not do well, they were pretty much canceled. I think they were a oh, different no,
0: you mean they went Has broke uh, because of this? They're doing
1: just fine, believe me. But I as know. far as G.I. Joe Sigma Six, they probably should have gone with like a business setting, just like Duke in a business suit, <laughs> just reading from a PowerPoint presentation. Or twenty six giving episodes. briefings of the Pentagon. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's <laughs> like if we go to the next slide, oh, and it just shows like an awesome action photo yeah. of like him in a battle, and he's like, oh, the memories. And then it would like zoom in on that PowerPoint slide and great. the battle that was ensuing. And that'd be a fun transition. Why are you, why are you be giving really, them
1: your best ideas?
0: I'm not. I mean, this is just an off the cuff idea, guys. Idea. I've got look. I've got a lot more ideas. If you want to pay for him, Hasbro. That's a good way to do it. It's a good way to do it. Let us Has collaborate let's and make this happen this has it out god has damn it let's ha- yeah awful fuck that doesn't work no
1: so <sighs> i would love it though if there was a if there was a show joking about this sigma six or six sigma stuff if there was a show where just by yeah like, you can't figure it out now no, what i'm is so it? confused if there was a show that like as you watched it you gained like ranks like you gained points you would be mm. so much more addicted to that show than any other just Ooh. normal show it's like yeah buy our toys but also, if you don't watch this week and get like a secret code or like learn a super special whatever, or take, you know, with today's technology, take a picture of this QR code or, or whatever, uh, sample this song, then you don't get the points and you don't get to climb the ranks for that. I'm oh. amazed. I would hmm. be amazed if that did not already exist. And I would not be amazed if that uh, comes out in the next couple of years. Hmm. A million
0: dollar That's kind idea. of interesting. Yeah. Why? Hold on. Why are you giving Hasbro all of Shit. your million dollar ideas? Shit. Ah, oh, Dave. Stop. You gotta, you gotta cut the recording. Let's just start this over. You gotta, you gotta pull your punches, buddy. Like <laughs> we're in the ring and we're we're duking it out. <gasps>
1: speaking we're of duke,
0: it out. Speaking of duke,
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey, let's get into this theme song because it's not good and it's not like the other. <laughs> it's not like the GI Joe theme songs you know and love, right? Oh man, I,
0: I really, I, I'm good. To, I'm good to contend even before we jump into the theme song. Yeah. And we have had an opportunity to kind of discuss this show a little bit prior to this. This show to me would have been fine, and I think I would have enjoyed it if we just didn't
1: call it G.I.
0: Joe. Yeah, if it was because, just a generic
1: action show, it probably would have been okay,
0: right? If it was like if it was just called Sigma Six, you know, or 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 Battle Team Sigma Six, or like action just men like,
1: and two fine ladies, fine,
0: yeah, right. I would have been cool with sure. that, like anything else. This could have been, but like when you like when you name something, like when you name something gi joe stigma, stigma. it comes with i know i'm doing it just i'm doing it just as like an old grumpy man i'm just like when you name something and it's gi joe it comes with a whole set of stigmas from the age gi joe stigma it, six, stigma st- <laughs> stigmata six? Ooh, that's a stigmata uh, show. because that's only that's only five wounds the sixth wound is like a surprise where's
1: it gonna be so, nobody knows
0: i don't know I, nobody knows uh so I, I really think that like when you when you do something like this, like I, I understand this and I, I, I know that this was on the heels of those two animated uh, like direct to DVD yeah. movies that they had and it's sort of a continuation. But I, I think at the same time it's challenged because to, it's challenging because to launch an entire series, you have a whole series of expectations. And one of those big expectations that you have is regarding the theme song. Yeah. Like, that like da 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 da, 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 da. G.I. Joe was there, G.I. Joe. Like I can't get that out of my head ever. It's impossible to get rid of, and so you you kind of do yourself a disservice a by calling your show G.I. Joe, but then by not even acknowledging something that is so well known and is so like well-loved as that classic theme song and you had an intro and an outro and you could have done it at any point in time during any interstitial or battle scene during the show when there's too much chaotic shit to go on to really include any dialogue
1: yeah i mean any kind of like variation on that theme would have been fine instead we get some like bizarro now no, this does fit with like the anime style it actually reminded me a lot of like the Yu-Gi-Oh style of the theme song, the introduction. They even had like sound, oh, really? some of the similar beats where like the music kind of drops out and then they try to build it back up to this like dramatic thing. It just doesn't work. It's so weird in this.
0: <laughs> it's like did they again th- we, we've joked about this before. Like, did they hire the band Yellow Card to try to put together some type of like a pop punk type of an intro for this to to get people excited about it? Cause I liked Ocean Avenue guys, but that that that's it. I didn't really like That's about it. I didn't I, I didn't like really
1: anything. like G.I. Joe Sigma Six. By yellow card. Oh, by yellow card. I will say that what I loved, uh, ironically, was them flashing the word "stop cobra" roughly a thousand <laughs> times until it was like burned into my retinas, and I can never not stop cobra now. Okay. Do you really need so to? We do you uh, really need to do that. Like I think we no, get it. You don't. I think we like, we get we, it. We get yeah. it.
0: The, the The ultimate thing for this is that it just felt like this was so. This intro was just so scatterbrained, yeah. and it felt like at no point in time did the. I mean. I don't know about you, but I just felt like the the music and sort of
1: the visuals didn't really ever align. No, it was just complete mess. The one thing that was good was right. it was a bit of a roll call, but it was so frenetic and scattered and and kind of like mumblecore that you couldn't even really understand most of their names. Like you'd kind of get snippets of it, but then by the time you read, you like your brain interpreted whatever he just said, and you were like, "Oh, he said heavy duty." Like they're on to the next thing or the next two things. So it was like, and I had good good try, but not quite. And I had to watch this theme song three or four yeah. times to be able
0: to even pick up some of the words. And even at certain points, I couldn't figure it out. Now, the moment that you're talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, that where they kind of like drop the beat yeah. out of this theme song was when they are introducing, I think it was Tunnel Rat. But they, what they do is that they're just like, and of course, there's Tunnel Rat. And then it get, the voice gets distorted. Yeah. And they add, like, again, it's that, like, weird, crappy robot voice (laughs) where it's like, like, what the fuck is this? They just loved
1: playing with that on the little soundboard. That was, like, the thing to (sighs) do in the mid-2000s, I guess.
0: Knock it the fuck off because it made it
1: unintelligible.
0: They had to have an explosion then so that they could ramp up the, like, the spastic energy that was (laughs) in this. And I'm sitting there just like, what? Like, what the actual fuck is happening? And then we have this entire roll call as Dave mentioned yeah. which is so it, it is so it's like Dick Tracy like marble mouth the Duke Scarlet just the entire time and then we get to these villains and they they don't say a single word about it's just them with their arms crossed like their body language was almost communicating to me we don't want to be in this no, intro are, either we are and contractually i was actually like, oh, obligated get it. to be here but we <laughs> get do, it
1: we do not want to be part of this I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't Most
0: blame them Most of them don't either. show up
1: in this episode. You've only got two named villains that show up. The rest of them are fucking robots.
0: Yeah. So, like, these, these people are kind of, like, they're, they're, they're coming into the forefront, and they're just quickly fading into the background, and you're just like, oh, all right. My, my other complaint was that so much of this theme song, and I, I will say this. I, I have to ask this question, Dave. Did you have a favorite G.I. Joe from the
1: 80s toy line and cartoon? Man, the 80s. I mean, I always loved Sergeant Slaughter just because that name, and also because he was a, is a great WWE one. wrestler. Well, WWF wrestler right. at the time. Right. Um, and honestly, most of my favorites were from the toys and not the okay. cartoon. But I, I'd have to go Sergeant Slaughter. Amazing. Okay. And okay. then probably Roadblock so- after that,
0: yeah. So I think that those are two great entries, but I feel like for me growing up, my favorite G.I. Joe character was the most mysterious character out of Lady the entire J. lot. J. Lady J, damn it. <laughs> no, it was Snake Eyes, yeah, of course, yeah. because mainly because Snake Eyes was cool. He was the only guy that really didn't use guns. Um, he just he didn't say anything, and he walked around with, like, katana blades all the time, and you're just like, this seems like a brooding person. Mm-hmm that like i want to get to know that i want to get to know because i want to i look i really feel that if i got to know him i could change him and shape him into something that i think would be good for our relation no of course not this dude was moody as fuck all right and for a, a, a toy line and a, and a cartoon line where everybody is blowing up and everybody's getting shot out non like non-stop with like the pew, pew, pew lasers all the time this was one dude that was like you know what I'm going to do, like, a triple backflip off of a tank,
1: and then I'm going to run into gunfire. Yeah. And you're just like, never seen you're me a coming. cool dude. Yeah. I'd, I'd cool want to hang dude. out with him just so I don't get knifed in the back in the darkness. Because if I'm right. on his good side, then maybe he won't do that. So sure. Maybe he still will. So, so going back to this theme yeah. song, this intro cuts
0: in between Snake Eyes having sword battles all the time, like fighting Storm Shadow. <laughs> yeah. All right, which Storm Shadow is like, you know, his, his talkative, like, get the hell out of my face kind of a brother right. of a ninja. All right. So while Storm Shadow has that quiet, secretive look, Storm Shadow's just like, I'm going to give you all the exposition. You're like, just knock it off. Don't do it. So it's cutting between these cool battles of them clashing swords and then just random mechs just shooting yeah. missiles and guns at each other. And I, at some point, I was just like, you know what? I know that you can upgrade. I know that you can upgrade this for a new generation you know um but it, and, and i know that for all of these things like you have to include like that's the reason that we have bats that's the reason that we have bats and we'll, we'll talk about that in a second
1: what bats right
0: are. yeah and and so bats have been a core of gi joe since the 80s because you can't you can't just kill zartan and you can't just kill all the other characters, big-name bad characters right. that they have there in the show, you have to just destroy something that's simple. You to have stormtroopers in movies. But you used, you to, have... Exactly. Like, but you it, used to have,
1: didn't they used to have just, like, faceless uh, combat soldiers? Because they had them in here, but in the first episode, it's just the, the bats, the uh, battle android troops or whatever they call, what are they here? Right. So they android they had trooper, nameless. Yeah.
0: So they had, you know, nameless cobra soldiers and stuff like right. that for a majority of it, but the bats were the thing that, like, you could blow oh, them yeah. up. Like, you could destroy this. shit And not shit feel out bad about it, because it's not a living yeah. person. You're totally fine. And there's no blood, and there's no blood. Yeah, no, just so, circuitry and metal, you know, shrapnel
1: flying everywhere. Great stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sponsors were just like, yeah, we'll continue to give you money if you're going to blow up robotic stuff. Yeah. But you shoot a human being, like in a real war, waving that finger. Right. Um, but, like, it, it's just incredible how quickly it goes between something that I want to watch, which was cool, to something that seems so crazy and off-putting. And I, I thought about this in my brain. Now, I, I don't know if you saw this, the uh, the Avengers um, movie that they had that was a Avengers Confidential. It was a Black Widow and Punisher. I don't think so, no. And so this was, uh, I think, I watched it on Netflix. Oh, the and animated it might one. It still be available. Yeah, 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 and so, but it's done in an anime style, you know, where it sort of almost has what feels like those Dragon Ball Z fights, yeah. but it's with avengers characters and it was so much fun to watch and it was a crazy extension of that cinematic universe and it was something but it didn't like but they still honored and respected everything that was there you just saw crazy detail as punisher is like shooting up a room full of people or black widow is like going crazy and again killing a room full of people and i was like this is so much fun this is what i want to see these characters do I feel like this is being respectful to some source material. In this case, it just felt like they were just like, you know what, we're going to throw snake eyes in there because people like swords, blah, 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 blah. And then we're just going to throw in a shit ton of mechs because it's the mid 2000s and everybody loves robots.
1: Well, speaking of robots, robots actually show up as the, the very... sequel to Everybody Loves Raymond. It was everybody, loves everybody, robots. Loves robots. everybody loves robots. Everybody loves robots, that animated movie from like 2002. <laughs> Nobody remembers except for me, apparently.
0: (laughs) No Batteries included. Batteries not included. I
1: love that movie. Batteries not included. They were alien robots. Anyway, uh, it's robots that show up in the beginning of this particular episode. So we watched the first uh, episode of this series called Invasion, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they called it Invasion. I still can't figure out who's invading what or where. Uh, The heroes pretty much invade the space. I don't really know why. It's called invasion, but anyway, moving on from that, it opens up with this should have been this should have been. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say this should have
0: just been called Destro and Baroness play a poor game of chess. Yeah, together. play
1: vertical hollow chess quickly. Yeah. and terribly. Um, but before we get to that, so it opens up with essentially the opening scene from uh, Empire Strikes Back, right? <laughs> Is was that, that? not yeah. what they were doing?
0: It was pretty much what they were doing. Twenty years
1: after the fact, so it opens with this like camera in the snow, like just scanning the perimeter, and then it's just like, oh shit, there's a shit ton of cobra robots out there and like a lot like an army but that doesn't really make sense of why it would be called invasion because they are not taking this over necessarily this is just the inciting incident to get the gi joes up to the base right and that's pretty much it and then we dive into like that uh this crazy exposition where if you if you missed it in the theme song which you could you did because you couldn't understand what they were saying now duke is going to tell you everybody on his team and what they are supposed to be doing so i do like their introduction though i love that they like just come blasting over the like frozen landscape of the north pole in the these like snow tanks which are called ice sabers uh they're like heavily armed (laughs) heavily armored just snow tanks basically and they're badass so i mean that's kind of cool yeah i I was into it
0: we we've talked about this in
1: wild thornberries
0: what's fucking cooler than sweet snowmobiles love it Nothing. nothing nothing literally nothing i mean I mean, unless you have like some type of like a foreign guy who's like explaining to you all about the snowmobiles and trying to like get you to ride them, as we saw on the Wild Thornberrys. Oh hello,
1: my name is. Uh, oh hello, uh, Marco. Do you have a th- <laughs> exactly. supply? Jesus, he's a Marco. Marco doesn't show up. We <laughs> but, get Duke instead, who's totally fine. Yeah, we get he's whatever. Yeah. Uh, we should briefly talk about the appearance well, of each of these goons as we go through them. I think, yeah.
0: And but before we get into the appearance of these characters can we mention that this starts with a pun
1: the whole every bit of dialogue is like i couldn't even keep track of it i gave up after a while because what was what was this one
0: it's uh and i I really feel that this was like one of those moments that i was waiting for david caruso to show up and pull off his glasses and just go and i'm like ah csi miami what are you doing this you get a you get a moment of Duke who just goes. We're at the nor- we're a North Pole mission.
1: It's gonna get hot. I have a feeling like, this North Pole mission is gonna get hot. Uh, it's gonna heat up. But fuck you! is your first so line. Bad. You could do so much better. I wrote down a few more uh, later on. We'll get to them as we go. Most of them I couldn't even like keep track of because another thing that becomes very apparent is they try to do this weird like tech speak where they just throw a lot of bullshit terms at you and expect you to be confused with your childlike mind and be like where's a smart. we're talking about computers but it's just garbage just absolute garbage all right so here we get uh the roll call so what do you, what do you think of duke compared to like his character from the 80s series visually
0: i mean just uh, i mean you, duke is a very masculine mm-hmm. figure like you know he, he a lot of leadership qualities uh he's a real badass you know i feel like in this case we have like a duke that sort of upholds a lot of those same kind of valiant, badass principles. Sure. Yeah.
1: And I think he's fine. I mean, it's your, it's your, kind of typical anime style. He kind of looks like captain America. So he's blonde, uh, right. Blonde hair, blue eyed, uh, square jaw, broad shoulders, blah, blah, blah. Typical kind of like archetypal hero. And then of course you've got the female hero. So you've got Scarlet, his second in command who was, was there a Scarlet in the, um, uh, in the original series, Yes, but that was different yes. from lady J. Yes. Why can't I remember Scarlet for some reason? I remember her from like the live action movies, which were terrible. Yeah, I mean,
0: but... I'll never forget her. She was the because she, she was the female redhead that was. Yeah, in but there, then who am I, was, I like, As of another redhead, I
1: always. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know who the heck Lady J was. I'm just making stuff up. Was she a bad uh, villain? Maybe. No. No. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to find that out. I'm sure you people are screaming at your computers right now. <laughs> so we had Scarlet, but even Scarlet's style is like she's basically like 16. She looks like she's a little kid. Yeah.
0: She looks way too young yeah, for this. That's a second and I, in command. And I, and I mean, like you think about you think about all of our armed services and you think about all the specialized yeah. units, like with the army, we have the rangers, with the marines, we have the SEALs. You think about each individual specialized area. The, they, they are always asserting the G.I. Joe squad is like that plus additional yeah, like training. The elite
1: of the elite. Right. Right. She's not been and on so, this earth long enough to receive that much. Charge. Anything. right but she's fine i mean whatever they're both driving their ice sabers and tearing ass across north pole totally fine but then duke just dumps the exposition on us he tells us who each of his people are on his team what their specialty is and where they are currently located just he's just dumping this out in the middle of nowhere so one of the first ones we come across is snake eyes right so snake eyes and his uh, his recon patrol are just like tearing through all these robots and basically just like slicing them up as they run. Do you remember his apprentices, which I yes, didn't know about? But go ahead.
0: Which I, I was surprised because I was just like, how do you how do you essentially apprentice somebody when you really don't talk or speak or give them any actual like expect? I I, I guess it just comes to me in my personal preference. Like I wouldn't apprentice under somebody who couldn't like give me their expectations. You know, I mean, maybe he writes them like messages in a bottle in and just blood. like throws it, and they and they just slash them into pieces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, we've got Jinx, yep. who is a female ninja, and uh, what was it? It's a Kamakura, Kamakura yep, who are Kamakura chameleons. This is full name. Oh no, I heard I heard Common Cure,
1: Common Cure, uh, Common Core, Common, Common, com- <laughs> is his other Kamakura apprentice. Principle.
0: That's guys that's a big part of six sigma training is learning those common core principles. I really feel like everything. this was like
1: a business oriented cartoon that they were just like, oh shit, this is supposed to be GI Joe uh, sigma 6. Well, we s- Well, speaking
0: of, speaking of all these things regarding business, you know, you wouldn't have a business unless of course you had a supply chain. That's
1: true. That's true. <laughs> Which is what happens next.
0: <laughs> Which is one of our next our next characters that we have. With long
1: range, who's just a dude in like a tank thing reading a magazine. Who-
0: who, it, who could not give two fucking shits about this? They're just like, yeah, if we run into problems, we've got long range. And he's reading some he's like vacation magazine, yeah. not giving up. fuck. on
1: my tie, the warmth doesn't even care. How and they you? don't even say like what he does. They're just like, here's a guy that's in between us and the other guys. <laughs> like he's just literally a middle. Oh, holy shit, he's the middleman. <gasps> this is a business okay. cartoon. This is a business this is cartoon. A business business cartoon. And now I'm we get to uh some diversity for the office. Right, because it's mandated.
0: Go for God, it. I'm going to so make we, you uh, take it. No, we have a uh, we have heavy duty. <laughs> heavy duty. We have heavy duty. Um I think he's the I think he's the lone person of color. Absolutely. For for this entire team. Or
1: uh unless you're counting Destro who's silver-faced. Um but other yeah. than that, he's <laughs> the only He's a black guy. He's basically like yeah. what roadblock kinda was for the original series. I guess there was probably a heavy duty also. But this is their large, strong black man who is quote unquote strong as an elephant, but also has some other traits of elephants as well. What is his other trait besides strength?
0: Like he gets freaked out by like animals? Yeah, like just he gets well freaked mice. Out by like mice. Scared of mice. Mice. He gets scared of mice.
1: Weird thing to include, Japan. You're real weird. Yeah.
0: Very, very bizarre. But very he's also there. He's also there with uh, with his uh, compatriot, Tunnel Rat. Ugh. And no, we're not talking about a character from the video game Overwatch. We're talking about uh, an explosives expert um, who people are just like, he's weird because he eats bugs.
1: Dude, look, I, I don't know. Maybe those bugs are better than some of these G.I. Joe military rations. Yeah.
0: Probably. Look, I'll
1: tell you what. In the post-apocalypse, uh, you're going to want to talk to Tunnel Rat because he's going to have the only nutrition going. Bugs are... Ooh, making a... Making up this
0: this the uh, worm soup. God, that sounds awful. That sounds terrible. Worm soup.
1: Guess I'll go eat damn. worm soup. Yikes. Uh, but yeah, at first I thought he was just like, eating trash because he just like grabs something from the ground and throws it in his mouth, and I was like, is he eating hot trash? This
0: is the, it's just just bugs,
1: just bugs. He's just eating bugs. bugs and worms and all kinds of stuff. So he's explosives expert and infiltration expert. We don't get to see any of that in this episode. We basically just get to see yeah. him fuck up a lot and just be really weird and irritating. But now yep. we know who he is and what he does. So who's next? Perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, the next we have is High Tech. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, their entire command center used to have a lot of people that was in it, but no longer. But High Tech basically fills the shoes of like several intelligence agents that they would have yeah. that would be reporting all the time. And he's and they're like, he's got a huge brain. And we're glad he's on our side. As this dude stands up in, like, a Harry Potter invisibility cloak. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing I'm the like, cloak of invisibility. And what
1: the fuck is this? <laughs> and they never used it. There was no <laughs> reason used, for him they to have never
0: anything. It was just to show that, like, he's smart. And he can have an invisibility cloak anytime he wants. He doesn't even like need to name. use
1: it. He's got so many, he can just leave them laying around the base in Arizona.
0: But, like, the weirdest thing is is that, like, they, they're showing his hands. And his hands look synthetic. Yeah. His hand, like, along, like, his forearm, he's got, like, a weird, it looks like it's something that's, like, more than a glove. He's got like something that looks like, like a. cybernetic stuff, yeah. yeah Cybernetics. Like, it's sort of, like, ghost-in-the-shell, yeah, yeah. like, components on his body, you know? And then he also has, like, things that are over top of his ears that, I don't, I don't you don't know if they're, like, brain or, or like, a Lobot. like, audio implants. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he, looked, he looked identical to Lobot in Star Wars. And so, you're, like, on Sky City. And so, you're, like, you're looking at all this stuff. You're just like, you can tell almost immediately. You're just like, these don't feel like original ideas. You just feel like they're grifting other shit from like popular properties or things that were successful and then just chopping them up and putting them into this and then not doing anything with them. Nothing
1: at all. I feel like somebody really liked Harry Potter and Star Wars and just kind of (laughs) threw random shit in with G.I. Joe and business. And we're like, nailed it. We got it, guys. Kids are going to love this shit
0: it's like it's it's a, as if somebody was like how many fandoms can we shove into a gi joe cartoon yeah. and piss off people who like gi joe but then also get other fandoms excited like when they had doctor who that showed up at that one scene that was i was like this doesn't seem canon no he and just you know, kind of popped and
1: I, in and was just like nope and then popped back out
0: the brothers from supernatural showed up at some yeah, point they in drove time up in and baby. i was like this seems yeah. very
1: very bizarre it's pretty weird
0: you know So, you know, just a lot of stuff that was just kind of shoehorned into this, but then never, never taken advantage of. No,
1: that was the thing. Like for all the stuff that they set up, at least in this episode, I know there's 25 more episodes, unless you live in the United States. uh, We didn't get to see any of that really play out. There was a lot of fun action and stuff, but none of the things that they introduced really came into play. And we'll talk about that (laughs) in a second. Now we like smash cut to the villains, apparently. So we go like right from roll call of the heroes to like Destro and Baroness, just playing chess and addressing each other by name just so we know who they were
0: for like two seconds i honestly thought that they were playing like the most tech elite version of i thought they were playing battleship
1: because it was on a vertical grid (laughs) no they're just playing like vertical chess
0: vertical chess oh but i'll tell you what i've never watched a more boring game of chess in my life yeah
1: Destro just (laughs) destroys baroness and she's just like all right just get your shit together we got an operation to pull off so apparently Destro wants a quote-unquote truly challenging opponent and he doesn't really do much for the rest of this episode but baroness has the squad of robots execute quote-unquote again operation wasteland so they can get revenge <laughs> now. And she goes, now she
0: goes execute operation wasteland now. now she's
1: like i had to lose this game of chess real quick and now we can continue <laughs> with our plans for revenge for locking up Cobra Commander, it's pretty stupid. But at this point, now the robots that... attack. So right, so we've you've got to remember that you've got Tunnel Rat and Heavy Duty back at the at where are we? Where are we?
0: Oh oh, they, so they they mentioned that they are at a uh, an Amazon supply depot okay. that is that. Hold on, yeah. Dave. Top priority. Duke mentions this in Doesn't the roll call. This Amazon supply depot because they're in the North Pole top priority so, again i go back to my original question at the beginning of the episode
1: yeah, yeah. why so, why is this a now top that priority? you said that i think it's all part of the supply chain right so you in business you need to have all your supply chain secure supply and demand i don't think they were actually in the amazon i think they were at an amazon warehouse so they were acting <laughs> as part of the supply chain to make sure that those orders were fulfilled that makes so, much more quite, sense at this point
0: so, it does make more sense. But did you find it weird that Heavy Duty and Tunnel Rat then did
1: a like a, a demo
0: of the Salesforce software that they use for supply chain? Yeah, they take like
1: five minutes in the middle of this cartoon to just like it's, demo the. I don't know. It was really strange.
0: It's real weird.
1: It's real weird right there. But they get interrupted <gasps> and they get attacked by these bats. The uh, whatever android troopers. What the hell was the beast? Oh right. <laughs> oh. Um, well they oh they, battle uh, android trooper obviously battle android trooper. why would you name your so droids they, um, bats i don't get it but it doesn't matter
0: Well, we have we have as we mentioned we've got our ninjas that are running recon yep. up ahead and they okay, run okay so hold so on Shadow before we get there Ninja yeah, before bats, we get right?
1: there so you've got you've got three different locations right so you've got the north pole which is where duke right. scarlet snake eyes and his apprentices are you've got the amazon warehouse who who cares where hoboken new jersey which is where Heavy Duty and Tunnel Rat are securing the supplies. Then you've got High Tech back in the Arizona HQ just sitting around with his weird invisibility cloak probably watching porn, yes. not doing much else. So you've got these three different locations. Go ahead. It just occurred to me that the Amazon supply depot could just be amazon.com. That's exactly what like I said. Brick and, the Amazon like a warehouse. Brick and Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I love it. Yeah, they got to keep the supplies <laughs> I love it. going cuz I get shit from them every day. They need to keep those supplies every- going. <laughs> yeah, so you've got three three different directions. Go ahead and, and take North Pole with the ninjas here. What are they up to?
0: Sure. So we we stumble into uh Storm Shadow uh along with the ninja bats. Ninja bats. Um and so we we have a quick battle uh that's between all of them where uh you know we we have a confrontation between Storm Shadow and and Snake Eyes. They clash for like two seconds. Um, you, we see the two apprentices watch uh, Snake Eyes. Get kicked off of a cliff, yep. Which was kind of like, kind of a cool thing because you know it's one of those moments where you see the apprentices just go, like they audibly go, they gasp. You get like a, and he sort of does this elegant swan dive, turns around, shoots a grappling hook, and it's like an inch from Storm Shadow's face. Yeah, and he just stares it it down, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, which is pretty badass. So. It, it drops to the ground, grabs the edge of the cliff, and he does, like a, he does a superhero landing.
1: Yeah, he didn't really um, even like ever slow down or need that grappling no. hook at all. He just dove off a cliff and landed perfectly without breaking his the, body.
0: There are so many times watching this cartoon where I was like, the torque and the, 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 the physics force evolved. and the gravity, yeah. the physics involved in this would have ripped legs or arms off, <laughs> as we'll talk about later uh, in this episode. Like, there are things that would have just destroyed a human body in the regardless of whatever your muscle mass is, your condition you can't prepare for getting kicked <laughs> off of a cliff. These are the elite superhero the elite. landing. I, I mean I guess, but I mean like it, it just it doesn't make sense to me in in those in those moments where I'm just like, oh I'm I'm now I'm now nervous. Yes. Like Alright
1: can we can we pop back to the Amazon warehouse real quick? Yeah, let's get so back in. There, there's something that happens here, but it's it only happens total maybe like two, three minutes of the entire episode, right? So this is where heavy duty And Tunnel Rat are loading supplies or whatever the fuck. And they get attacked.
0: Top priority, Dave.
1: And they get attacked by a wave upon wave of these bats, robot soldiers. But all their supplies and, and weapons are outside of the base. They get trapped inside of the base. So now it's up to Heavy Duty and Tunnel Rat to like improvise, come up with some stuff, and try to get their way out. So it doesn't really look like it uses any of their particular skills. They just use a frying pan, a literal frying pan, and bash their way through this crowd and just, like, they just hide somewhere until Tunnel Rat just pulls out a bunch of grenades and blows up the other, the, the, blows the robots. Blows up
0: their top priority, They blow the robots, but they also blow up their supplies
1: and the base. So they bring everything down around them, and then they, they what? They literally crawl out from under the rubble. They have, like, this little comedic moment, and then that's it. We never see him again. Right. We see Tunnel
0: Rat eat another worm. He eats a worm, and that's and it. And we have... We have, we have uh we have heavy heavy make the comment he's just like man he's like if we could harness your stomach's power and how hungry you get all the time it'd be the ultimate weapon against cobra
1: the end and you're just Smash like cut back the, to what? the north pole
0: I, I i could seriously not give two fucking no, shits there was
1: no reason to have them like, there other than to introduce their characters and set up some weird comic relief that did nothing for the entire episode so now we go yeah. back to the north pole we can kind of hang out there for the rest of this episode so what are duke and scarlet up to now yeah
0: so so this is a good point to say that we have we have three locations, so we're down to two locations right down, now. Yep. And one of them we are going to just touch on at the end and then fuck yep. it. Like and then that's, <laughs> <And> that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um so after all this stuff with uh, the ninja bats, uh we have uh we have uh, Scarlet and, and Duke kind of come to the the rescue yep. at the very end of that. They save them. So they're now on their way uh, towards where I guess they believe this attack has happened, right. like where where, this, where all the from. the problem, yeah. right? Um, and there, in the middle of the North Pole, is a huge fucking cobra castle. Yep. Like, like enormous. There is it's an enormous. The castle The scale of
1: the things, just the things in general in this cartoon, are just bonkers. We'll talk about a number of things that make zero sense coming up here in a little bit. Things just keep getting bigger. Like the snow cats right. were cool. And then uh, Long Ranges vehicle, who we'll talk about in a second, is, is bigger, but that's cool. And then there's another you thing. Talk about
0: the rhino? rhino.
1: Woo. Talk about the rhino. Woo. Woo. All right. So, what's up with this castle?
0: Uh, so, this castle just has tons and tons and tons of these bat soldiers. Yeah. And it just deploys all of this stuff. Um,
1: well, just like blow you know, it up, and, though, right? Can't they just like shoot it? They got all these weapons. Can't they just blow it up from uh, outside?
0: No, no, no. You would think yeah. so. But there's a force oh, field.
1: force field. Damn it. Like force fields and jetpacks are like the bread and butter of cartoons.
0: Like the, the interesting, yeah, I know, (laughs) but who doesn't love those? It's like, it's yeah. I mean, you add a snowmobile in there. You got, uh, you get yourself a pretty fun time, but we've got all this battle that's going on and we've got, uh, we've got this moment where, uh, we're Scarlet. Um, the, the, the snow cat that she's in, um, it gets, it gets hit. It gets knocked over. Um, it flips and she dies, which was a
1: real surprise. (laughs) breaks her neck (laughs) um
0: but like it's really it's really interesting because this is a moment where we sort of have duke who in the roll call makes a comment saying that like i'm glad that scarlet is my number two she's somebody i can really rely on you know and you have a team of very individualized soldiers that have very uniquely special skill sets all right in addition to you know them being like you know secret agents and, and, and soldiers and, and, and tactical uh, force to be reckoned with. Um, Duke says that he can rely on, on, on these other people and he feels comfortable with all of this, but he spends a majority of his time in a battle worrying about how other people
1: are doing. Yeah, you know, we're just doing stuff on his own and not right. really asking for and any, th- like, Backup. He's just like for I'm going to do this, and you fucks can figure it out.
0: For any assistance or support, and so like in all these things, like you know, he's just like oh, I rely on my team and like teamwork's what we need to do. And like, team, are you are you with me? And and every step of the way, he's just like, you okay? Cool. I'm glad you okay. I'm about to go off and do my own badass thing yeah. now. Woo! Woo! Watch me go! go. And it's just it's it's incredible because you know we we've we've talked about this before when it comes to battles, and um, I I think maybe sometimes this is this is an unfair judgment or assessment that I continue to make, um, when we see people go into these giant battle Mm -hmm. scenes, you really see how, I guess, their structure, their team structure breaks down immediately. Yeah, on either side, either the heroes
1: or the villains, yeah.
0: Right, and you think to yourself, like, these are elite soldiers, you would think that they would have some kind of a plan, you know, that they would have some some way to kind of attack assess and address this problem and like their problem is as dave has mentioned is just to bring in bigger and larger and more destructive things to blow up a huge castle look i will
1: say though that like this next sequence the way that they actually kind of run through all this stuff was entertaining it makes very little sense but it was super entertaining because it was just like what are they gonna do next like this is kind of nuts so like they bring in long range comes in they call him in So he comes in and helps clear a lot of the the bats and stuff out of the sky. And they help uh, everybody kind of like reconvenes in this giant tank, the rhino. So this was kind of cool because um, Scarlet gets to take off in the rhino chopper, right? So there's this chopper that's held within the tank. So it's vehicles within vehicles. That's not the only thing that's in there. So she goes in a chopper. The chopper flies up and out of the tank. So she's now got like air supremacy. She can take care of that. Duke, meanwhile, is in this fucking like mobile like mecha suit on the back of this tank. Just firing at stuff as he goes, and just kind of like strapped in. But then, like Sean mentioned, they can't get through this force field, and they need to get in there for some reason. They don't really ever explain why or what they're trying to do. They just need to get in there and
0: shoot shit up. I mean, like you see in these instances, you see coming from a mile
1: away. You're just like, oh, they're walking
0: into oh yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, like we've watched Destro and
1: Baroness, who are basically both just like, it's a great trap I've set for the Joes. (laughs) It's like, okay, I guess right.
0: You know, and 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 you would think that. For the number of times that they have fought and that they've dealt with Cobra, you would think that they would
1: know that they are one hundred percent walking into. Oh a yeah. Trap, well, they're not just walking know? in. They are driving as fast as they can, at breakneck Tokyo speed. Drifting. Tokyo drifting. <laughs> Tokyo drifting, and they are launching a mobile suit under a closing castle door, just in the nick of time. So it's like you were saying they're they're cramming like Gundam Wing, Tokyo Drifts, all kinds of shit. Yeah, man whatever you want to throw in there it's all comes together in like that scene so now duke is inside of this castle with in castle gray skull. skull he's ready to punch skeletor in his face with a mecha suit which is great and then <laughs> shit just goes bananas from here like i couldn't even like keep track of what was happening because duke gets in like fights with robots and stuff but then there's like this this ec-
0: he, but he's fighting close quarters he and he's shooting missiles. He's shooting missiles he's from shooting like two feet away. That's pretty badass.
1: <laughs> that's, pretty, that's confidence in your machinery. When yeah. You shoot a missile from two he's, feet he's,
0: away. He's in a, he's in a go, mobile suit Gundam yep. that sort of looks like Ripley's Loader yes. from Aliens. He,
1: say, he screamed, Get away from her, you bitch. But there was nobody there. He wasn't talking to anyone. They were all robots. <laughs> and then the the inside of the castle starts to kind of like fracture there's like explosions and like crazy steam that vents up out of nowhere and you're i was wondering like is this like a volcano is it an earthquake thing is it just like a a trap they've set that's full of explosions they're going to bring the castle down on them what were you thinking at this point before you saw what was actually going on
0: oh i called it i knew exactly what it was right yeah i was i was watching this and i out loud i just went yeah it's this and then two seconds later when it happened i just went Fucking pat yourself knew in the back. Like,
1: no, I had no clue. I thought it was like. I,
0: I, I was so frustrated that it was right. So don't <laughs> pat me on the.
1: Don't encourage my bullshit. <laughs> so if you're wondering out there what is happening, apparently the castle is just kind of a front for a giant rocket. So like the main tower of the castle, which is enormous, is just a giant rocket. But why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. But this why? is what I couldn't figure out. Because they were like. My brain actually like fried and short circuited at this point. because. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's in a rocket, and now Duke's in it, but everybody else is outside, but it's climbing too yeah. high, but then they got to talk to high-tech, and then he's going to do but something, if you, and then it's well, got to explode, fr- but it can't explode, because Duke's in there, so what are they going
0: to... you got to run that search You've got to run that high-tech high search where. All right, where. so
1: first of all, so one, one line from Baroness, who's just sitting somewhere watching this, and she has another great one-liner where she goes, "So far, the attack is a blazing success. <laughs> They cut to her just for that line. Like, I could have saved you guys $10,000 in animation by just cutting that scene.
0: <laughs> could have been ADR! Like, we didn't need to! No,
1: could, nothing! You didn't need it at all! So, so now Duke is trapped in his mobile suit in this rocket launching into space. Uh, walk me through some of this, because apparently the chopper cannot climb high enough to do anything about it. The long range and everything else on the ground, they can't do anything other than keep the bats kind of at bay. What's the deal with this rocket?
0: So the the deal with this rocket is that it's, it's shooting into orbit with Duke on it. Right. The the Baroness and Destro have escaped, so it's not a problem for them. They don't they don't care. Yeah. So they lured they lured Duke onto this rocket to send him into orbit, which again would kill him? Question okay.
1: Mark? So you, you I spent, I don't I don't understand. You spent all your cobra bucks on making a giant castle in the Arctic. It's
0: like a, it's like a Bitcoin, right? Cobra yeah.
1: bucks are like cobra a Bitcoin, Cobra bucks are right? like worth like Got it. .1 Bitcoin, I think. Um, you spent all your cobra bucks, you build a giant castle in the Arctic with a force field that also <laughs> is actually just masking a giant rocket to trap one G.I. Joe and not even kill him, but just gently send him into space where he can slowly die in orbit.
0: But it it makes sense and give and give the joes the chance
1: to free him because he'll just slowly be orbiting the earth but like in a castle
0: rocket it makes sense because dave what it's telling you is that look real estate you know real estate requires upkeep you need to liquidate as a part of six sigma you know how else are you gonna be able to to keep up your supply chain look You've got a whole Amazon depot that's under fire. You got to liquidate in order to be able to show on your ledger, all right? That you're. This in the is black. why I'm
1: still a green belt. I just don't. This stuff just does not click for me. I don't get it. You're gonna get up there, young Padawan. Sean's got it. a double chocolate black belt, double double mm. stuffed fudge chocolate. Oh, sounds delicious. Sounds really good. Sounds good. Okay, yeah. so Duke's but in a, in a so castle rock so for big, some the, reason. The, What's going on back in HQ?
0: Uh, so the the problem back in HQ is that they're unable to open the gate. That's in the rocket for Duke to be able to jump out of said sure, rocket and get rescued. And so and this sucker's climbing uh,
1: higher and higher, so he's got to get out of there sooner. He's gonna have like no air to breathe.
0: Well, it's also going to explode.
1: There's a timer.
0: There's a timer that uh, that high tech is able to to figure out through some sequence of events where Duke plugs in his gauntlet, a, like a USB. Like a USB. Thing fucking. <laughs> into he said the words <laughs> gauntlet like three times. I know i know it's just your glove so bro they, just so they so he plug he plugs this in uh it's able to give high-tech access to be able to to see what's in there he's running his
1: searchware which there were so ooh. many pseudo techy terms here that i was just so frustrated with most of these uh like cobra security firewall and
0: data hacking the hatch God damn it i mean he may have just said like guys i'm really just trying to gleam the cube right now and i've just been like how many more 80s references are you <laughs> yeah. gonna fuck or
1: he could have just been like everybody shut the fuck up let me do my job real quick and i'll be done in like three <laughs> seconds if i have to explain every fake step that i'm doing then this castle rocket is gonna explode <laughs> the
0: best part is, is that scarlet pops up on his comm and she's just like if you don't do anything he's gonna yeah.
1: die he's like, it's like yeah, yeah i fucking I, know I put that together I'm, i've got like a super brain i think i figured that shit out and now you've it I'm, seven I'm, seconds I'm aware, Scarlet. And guess what? Your attitude is the reason that I have to go to HR on Monday morning. Yeah. Just because I was wearing this invisibility cloak while you were changing after practice wasn't my fault. Whoa, Wait, what? what? Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Duke's in trouble. He's in a castle in rocket. Trouble. It's about to Duke's explode. <laughs> Save by the so
0: bell. He... He gets up to the point where they, they reach, like, critical velocity, and this thing's about to explode in, like, five seconds, but they're, they're too high in you the Yeah, but tech has got it,
1: right? Like, his search where Firewall Cobra Bucks got it taken care of, right? It's not like the program's I mean, going to he- choke or anything.
0: The one line that I wrote here is he goes, guys, I'm trying to hyperwire the circuits, and I almost punched my laptop. I wanted to
1: just break it and throw it across the room. (laughs) He goes, he's like typing a bunch of shit, and he's like, as long as my program doesn't choke, which isn't a thing I've ever heard anyone say, as long as my program doesn't choke, we should be fine. And then that little like, I love that the little X, the red the red circle with the X in it comes up and it's like, (laughs) he's like, no, what a time for my program to choke. I mean, Uh,
0: I will. I will defend that. Like saying that a program's going to choke is, that is actually a legit. It's a thing. Okay. Okay. Fair thing. enough. For that. How about? How but about? It, I don't even have. But usually. Hold
1: on, how about? I don't even have the crunch time to hyper patch a blah 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 blah. Whatever he's said. Oh,
0: to hyper wire the circuits. Uh, yeah. Like. Yeah. No, those are not real things. The only thing. The only thing that actually was legitimate was the choke. Interesting. Like, Good to know. That was. That I was just a, hated that he was, was like. I sure
1: hope my program doesn't choke. <laughs> oh my bro, What have time my program to choke. <laughs> Uh, um, that and then the Cobra
0: security firewall. So bad. I was like, what? I was like, what vendor are they using? <laughs> like that's, my brain immediately was just like, who'd they, who they acquire? Who's Cobra? Who's Cobra John? Who's their salesman?
1: is our high tech and we appreciate him. <laughs> so, what is Duke to I do was... now? He's, he's in a, an exploding castle rocket bound for space. Scarlet's being a bitch. High tech has pretty much failed. What's he going to do?
0: Uh, so, they, they managed to get the door open. Um, sure and everybody's <laughs> just like why not everybody's just like it, they're like you're too high like you're really like you know he's, he's falling in yeah, orbit yeah, yeah. and if I've learned anything from watching like Armageddon Apollo 13 like Apollo yeah Armageddon any, any movie you're gonna burn up upon re-entry yeah, and that's shield. gonna suck but he is in a mecha suit yeah, totally fine and he and the one that he burst into this tower with that now became a rocket and he is jumping back out in this he ejects from this and just like a fast in the just like the most recent fast and the yeah, furious man this was
1: actually pretty cool i was like this is a cool sequence they pulled off here it, was, it makes zero yeah. sense but it was a lot of fun
0: oh and trust me like if at any point in time uh like there was so much risk for failure in this and obviously he's going to make it and he like scarlet is is doing like a total nose dive uh with her rhino chopper yeah so like the cargo he, door is open
1: in the back so he can dive into it yeah
0: and he he grabs this latch, and at the last possible second, Scarlet pulls up, and I'm just like, the physics alone would have ripped this human being's arm clean <laughs> well, off. Not of even their that, body. but like the,
1: the chopper itself too wouldn't even have survived. Because she was like, because high tech's like, uh, Scarlet, you got to pull up. She's like, nope, can't do it. Got to boost directly to the ground, and then I'll pull up. <laughs> which she does but there are zero like aerodynamic functions on this chopper that make you think that this thing could actually pull it off like they don't even do it in like a convincing way they basically plummet straight into the ground there's like a a snow cloud and then they burst out of it it's never even like like a steep dive that she pulls out and rescues it they just like skim the surface of the snow but it was it was a badass sequence i'll give them that it was good it was good and then so okay so Um, like everybody's totally cool no deadly crash. She almost takes the heads off of everybody that are on the ground watching this fiasco unfold, but everybody's fine. So we're done, right? Like, there's nothing else crazy that happens? Uh, there's well, not, like, a crazy fissure Destro... that busts up through the ice or anything, right?
0: Well, I mean, there is. Oh, shit, there is? Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, like... it's not, like, a giant, like, improbably-sized submersible base for Cobra is gonna just, like, break through the ice and just, like, peek their heads up and then just say hey and then drop below the ice again is it i mean that would be weird
0: he he pokes his head out and he goes this ends in a draw and i was like what was your objective (laughs) what were you trying to do what was the point of this whole fucking thing worst chess game ever this is like if you're looking look if you're looking for a better chess player destro Learn how to play literally chess. Literally just Google first. it.
1: Like you don't, this is not Fucking... how chess is played. This is the most expensive game of chess I've ever seen. You built, like, a, a, you built an Arctic base that was a castle that was a rocket. You built. It was a SpaceX that, sp- that
0: you exploded. It's <laughs> yeah, like, gone now. You
1: can't f- use any of it. Yeah. You literally. Your, your rocket launch also destroyed the base that it was sitting on. You built a small country sized <laughs> submersible mobile base just to peek up through the ice say your one line, and then descend back into the depths of the water. Right. I, they have so many Cobra Bucks, I... I'm, I,
0: I'm, kind I'm of actually impressed. just thinking about that. I'm, I'm really waiting for Destro to just be like, yes, State Farm. Correct. I would like to file a claim. And they're like,
1: what? Yeah. It's your third castle this month. <laughs> You've blown up a lot of rockets like, in the name of, of nothing. A lot of castle rockets are on your not account. Castle. And I don't think we're going to be able to renew this policy.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to call a manager for this one. He's going to threaten to switch it to Geico. Just... Yeah, right. Good luck. Okay, so now we're <laughs> like, done with just...
1: crazy, right? No. Damn it. What else could possibly happen? It's not like our heroes could get together and, like, I don't know, form a terrorist cell that operates off the books and, <laughs> like, some weird, like some like black ops function i mean that would be fucking dave. strange
0: dave yeah get ready for some strangeness oh, boy because that's exactly what they I do i
1: love that this goes from like yeah joe real american hero to like fuck cobra we're gonna cut their throats in their sleep it's like wow this wow. got so dark, <laughs> dark so fast i mean it's it's not far from that duke is giving them like the the big talk at, at headquarters he's like we gotta do something radical to obliterate Cobra. We gotta go off the grid, use maximum force, but officially we won't exist. So this is, a, this is like a ask. choice, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I can't ask any of you to volunteer for this, but no, Cobra is a plague and we need to
1: rid the world of that. Holy shit. <sighs> they basically just became like a wet works operation. Exactly.
0: Like, this is 100% what this happened. This got real fucked
1: up. And I kinda wanna see more of that. Yeah. Like I would watch is I would watch was... like an adult like G.I. Joe Black Ops like White Works operation. Like, ooh, that'd be really gnarly. They never got that dark really as far creepy. as I know. Maybe in the comics, but I don't think they ever got that dark. Yeah.
0: But that's like the end of it, is this like rousing patent style speech from Duke. Yeah. You know? And 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 I think the incredible thing is, and I, I can't remember if we talked about this at the beginning of the, the, the discussion. Is that they miss and they gloss over one of the most interesting points of this entire, like, of the entire why justification. Yep. They mention it in one line that is at the beginning, saying that they captured Cobra Commander yeah. last month.
1: Yeah. I think that's be- never, I think it's because that was in the direct to video stuff. Sure.
0: Yeah. But, like, to me, Cobra Commander you know, is, is the, the big bad, like where Destro is calculated and cold and he is like a, by the, you know, he's, he's pulling up spreadsheets and he's figuring stuff out. Like Cobra commander is that type of terrorist that's just impulsive. He's like a joker emotional. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He just wants to watch the world burn. And so, and to me, I'm just like that establishes the why, but like at no point in time, is Destro just like I'm trying to get Cobra Commander back? He's like, nah, fuck it. I'm just playing like, a
1: game of chess. SpaceX, blow it yeah. up. Yeah. Like, and that's well, like, it. Like, Baroness like Baroness says that like now we get our revenge for them taking Cobra Commander. It's like, uh, do you want to maybe like go get him? Like, you want to like you want get get your guy back?
0: That's a good I mean, revenge. You blew like you blew up a small shanty that was our, our what we were calling our Amazon yeah, depot. Yeah, it's literally a shack. Uh, yeah, it was a fucking shack. There's nothing you there. You blew up way more enti- of your own shit. We have an entire base in Arizona yeah. that nobody's touching.
1: Yeah. There's just like one invisible guy there. That's it. He's just jaying yeah. off most of the days anyway. So you could like literally just, just blow him up at any point.
0: <laughs> You're a wizard now, Eri.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I know that there are a lot more characters in this series. Cobra Commander does come back. There is more opportunity here for some fun stuff, but I, I can't imagine it gets much better. Do you have anything else from this episode before we hear some differing opinions? Uh, I'm frustrated. You're frustrated? <laughs> okay, I'm then I'll frustrated. tell you what. Let's jump to uh, Love It, Hate It, and, and you take the Love It, and maybe it'll change your mind. Or All, maybe right. Not. All right. All uh, right. So this comes from
0: uh, Sanzo Lover 2006. Uh, these are from IMDb Reviews, and so this was uh, one of the highest raters that we, we saw and this was in September of 2012, so yeah, not pretty super recent. long yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, it says, I love this show. Everyone is being way too harsh on this series. It may not be like the one from the 80s, but it still teaches kids that they need to have each other's backs and that technology isn't the greatest thing. Yeah, I don't see that what? at all, but okay. I mean, I'm only 20, and I've seen the originals, and they are great. But to me, it lacked spark but to me it lacked spark to me it wasn't as entertaining and wasn't realistic this is slightly more realistic but who am i kidding i love anime okay here we here go here we go now we're getting <laughs> into it j- and j- and just because i wasn't born when the older show came out doesn't mean that i'm not a fan of them and i know in order to keep fandoms going they have to keep up with the time which the 80s are outdated and only people who are interested in seeing that uh, or in seeing uh, what it is? We'll go and see what it that is. Line, that is the most confusing sentence ever, killed me. God. Uh, say what you want, but I love this
1: show as well as the original. Ten out of ten.
0: Ten
1: out of ten. All right. Well, just because somebody loved it doesn't mean somebody else didn't hate it. Uh, so here we go. I apologize for the language in advance. This will use the R word. I'm gonna read it verbatim. Just because. It makes me laugh. So this is from Zamtaro from from December of 2010. So also fairly recent. It is titled G.I. Joe, retarded anime hero. Here we go. This is pretty long. I edited it, but there's some good stuff (laughs) in here. So here we go. By the mid-2000s, anime was big. Hasbro had already took Transformers down the anime route, producing mediocre titles such as Transformers Armada and Energon, both straight from Japan with all the typical bells and whistles of its genre. Action lines, cheap animation shortcuts, lame humor, rambling dialogue, quote, anime anatomy, and quote, like bulbous eyes and exaggerated expressions. G.I. Joe Sigma 6 was meant to be a continuation from where G.I. Joe Valor vs. Venom left off. While the ensemble of characters were the same, most of the G.I. Joe team got de-aged back to looking like young people in their early to mid-20s at most. Female characters like Scarlet, Jinx, and the Baroness seem to have undergone breasts enlargements for fanservice sake. Sigma-6 has got to be the most childish installment of the G.I. Joe franchise yet. Characters are one-dimensional, the dialogue is cheesy, and episodic plots cross the line from simple to simplistic. Even the voice acting is no better than a typical Saturday morning anime like Pokemon. But perhaps the worst offender is the sound effects. Nearly every single sound effect seems like they are commonly used in too many anime, and sometimes the wrong sound effect is used. For example, one of the Cobra Dreadnoughts fires and pumps a pump-action shotgun yet the sound effect is one of a laser gun. Slipshod, sound engineering, or stupid attempt at censorship, you decide. 4 out of 10 stars. Oh man. I probably should have read that last line like, uh, For example, one of the Cobra Dreadnoughts fires and pumps a pump-action shotgun, yet the sound effect is one of a laser gun. Slipshod, sound engineering,
0: or stupid attempt at censorship. You get shy. These pe- people, are screaming at their their phones or their computers, wherever they're yeah, I'm listening sure to, they so just shouting, I just spit, shouting. I spit
1: us. all over my microphone, just for you guys, by the way. All right, John, it's time for our recommendations. Do you recommend GI Joe Sigma Six? And if not, does it get the dip? And reminder: the dip means this show is re- erased from all existence forever. I, GI Joe.
0: I I'm interested. <laughs> to see if they do sort of like this black ops kind of wet work. There's no way. Assassination. There's no way. And there, there's no possible no way the no. I, I, I cannot recommend this show, but I, I will not
1: give it the dip. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I don't think it's really worth seeking out. Uh, the castle rocket was kind of cool. And like that sequence, it's just all just, it's not even like it's fun for a little bit, but not in like a lasting way. There's nothing super memorable about it. Uh, if I had nothing else to do with my life, maybe I'd watch a couple more episodes, but nah. Can't recommend it, but it's, it's still in the G.I. Joe canon, so G.I. Joe Legends, maybe. It's probably not canon at this point. So uh, I can't recommend it, but I don't want to erase it just yet. I might change might change in the future, but we'll see. So okay. not, a great, not a great one for us here tonight, but uh, there we are, G.I. Joe Sigma Six. Uh. Thanks, Roy. Thanks, Roy. <laughs> now this is great, though. This is why we ask listeners to uh, suggest cartoons and series for us to check out, because sometimes we'll find something that we really love. Sometimes we'll find something that we really hate, and those are both great. And then we'll find some stuff in the middle, which is kind of where this one falls. But it was, it was a fun watch. So uh, February will continue with Listener Appreciation Month. We've still got two more episodes to run down. But in the meantime, Sean, buddy, what are you up to in the next couple of weeks?
0: Guys, I do live improv comedy in Washington, D.C. Uh, If you're in the area and you're interested in checking it out, you can head over to witdc.org and you can purchase tickets there. Uh, I'm going to be performing uh, in San Diego.
1: What? What? I'm
0: going to be performing in San Diego at the San Diego Improv Festival. uh, That will be February 17th. If you're in the SD area and you want to swing by, our show is at 930. uh, And I'll be performing with a DC group that is called Knox. Uh, and as always, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Sean Paul. And we'll we have all that
1: information up on our website. You can also follow me on Twitter at Dr MD. You can find me on Collider.com, Nerdist.com, and Trumbore.com. If you want to find out more about the show, you can head to our Patreon site, patreon.com slash SaturdayMorningCartoons. Remember, it's morning with a U. You can also head to our own website, SaturdayMorningCartoons.com. Check us out on Twitter at MorningTunes. Take a look at Sean's handiwork on our Instagram page. Keep the conversation going on Facebook. And then listen to our our audio shows each and every week for free through YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can also be awesome and send us a suggestion through email, saturdaymorningcartoons at gmail.com. We'd love to tell you what's coming up next week, but guess what? That's only for Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to find out what we're talking about before next week rolls around, head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for our newsletter. And you'll have the entire schedule for the upcoming month. So we've got a couple more listener appreciation episodes this month. And then, man, we're going to head into March Madness. Last year, we did Pocket Monster March Madness, which was a blast. And I got to use the maths, which was fun. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This year, Uh man, we've we've got some cool stuff planned. Teasers. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Sean's not as excited every, as me but uh,
0: no I'm very yeah. excited because every March I'm just like oh, I'm about to run this gauntlet yeah This gauntlet of watching
1: two shows a week yeah also that and then trying to figure out how they crazy. add up and then getting mad at each other because our scores differ so much oh god Here if you go. want if you want go back and listen to uh pocket monster march madness from last year and every time Sean loved a thing it's a really good chance that I hated that thing, so we just kind of like averaged each other out for the month. So luckily, we had we had special guests like Mel Harker. We had some other special guests on to add like a little extra uh, to the routine. So hopefully, we'll be able to do that again this year in March. But until then, this has been Saturday Morning Cartoons. Just want to say thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Thanks. Hey everybody!
0: Thanks a lot for listening to Saturday Morning Cartoons. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to transform and roll out.